And now for something completely different. Here's what's coming up this hour on today's experience. It's fantastic, phenomenal, always fun, usually somewhat fascinating Friday as we head into the weekend. Not being afraid even if the earth gives way or the mountains fall into the seas because our help comes from the Lord for something different once again. We're taking two teachings and splitting them each into two parts. Wow, that's going to be different. Next, or first up, or first on the docket, or however you want to say it, is the word impudence. Wow, what a word. It means perseverance, boldness, nerve, or chutzpah. There is a sense of audacity. In the Greek, the term is ana. Idaya, and it is used only once in the New Testament. It translates into the word shamelessness and relates to carrying out God's plan with unembarrassed boldness in the dignity of faith. It is a faith-led believer who is not halted by human fears. Even when others cry, overdone! Accusing them of being extreme or excessive. Jesus used this word to tell the disciples how to pray. This is not Luke 8.15 where Jesus teaches us to annoy. This one is worse. And finally, the Christian faith stands apart from all other belief systems. Some false belief systems picture their connections with God from a distance with him creating and then leaving the earth in human hands. Boom, there goes the planet. Other demonic systems picture God as a cruel taskmaster. One mistake, and God sends tornadoes, hurricanes, plagues, judging every moment of every failure. The flood came after humanity was steeped into sin and rebellion against God. It went a long way before he wiped it clean. But Jesus revealed God from a different angle. He used this word to describe his connections to us. Hint... It applies to Abraham, Moses, David, and you. David Spoon's life has been an experience. While growing up in a Jewish family, he made a wrong turn towards drug abuse. Then David Spoon found Jesus Christ, and his life completely changed. The more he studied the gospel, the more he wanted to share his experiences with others. After 35 years of ministry, David discovered a new path of service. He joined KAAM, and this radio program began. You're about to hear the David Spoon Experience. Welcome to the David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. Here's what else we're looking at during the show. Lessons for surviving, living, and prevailing. Politics, entertainment, and current events. Personal revelations. Uh-oh. Spiritual observations. My life's insanities and oive. So much more. So much more. Hey, we're asking you, what do you think? Now, you can email us during the show, david at org. David at org. You can text us, 214-210-8483. That's 214-210-8483. Or you can call us. What? Yeah. 972-445-0770.
That's 972-445-0770. What's cool about that is when you call 972-445-0770, you will be talking to Mighty Gabriel. Let me tell you what that's like. That's like just not in any fashion being in a hurry. Isn't that nice? And then you will fly. So now maybe you have a praise report or a prayer request. Maybe you got something you just want to share. You're kind of working it through in the Lord. Maybe the Lord has blessed you in something and you're just like, I just need to share it because it was a blessing and it'll bless other people. Or you're struggling and it's just like, I just need other people to be keeping me in prayer. All of that plus other stuff gives you the opportunity to reach out to us. Maybe you do have the best, best recipe for baklava. I don't know. Maybe you do. Maybe you can answer the trivia question we're going to ask you. Here it is. You got to complete the sentence. The harvest is plentiful, but the workers are stopping right there. The harvest is plentiful, but the workers are Oh, what's the rest of that? If you think you know the answer, reach out to us. You can call 972-445-0770. You can text in 214-210-8483. Or you can send an email, david, at he must org. Let me tell you this in regards to the new site. I give uh, props. Uh, Ginny uh, Johnson sent us an email, and it's so funny. You guys don't know this. She sent us an email. She really likes the website, and the email showed us there was a flaw in the email system, and so we were able to fix that before the show started. So, Ginny, thank you. <laughs> you are you are a contributor to the site being uh, much, uh, much smoother. And if you haven't checked out the site, I really encourage you to do so. If you've got it bookmarked, it's just going to take you to the same old site. We're not getting rid of the old site, but we're moving forward in the new site. So what you do, just go into your URL bar. Don't do it in the search engine, the little top bar up at the top where it's kind of blank up there. Just click it, wipe that out and just put in he must increase.org for those that do not know some of the new features are we're going to be doing praying for one another so we've had prayer request and share praise that's been cool that's fun right and but now we're going to open it up where people who can ask for prayer from the audience about an issue we'll give them that opportunity plus wait wait plus wait what did i say plus we're going to have three other things one's called encouraging posts and they're just posts of encouragement to encourage your faith number two is christian quotes and the first one up there is a doozy and then we're going to have this thing noelle came up with this great idea she goes i'd like to see something that just talks about little tidbits from time to time about christian faith and different things and so we have something called did you know and we're going to be filling those things in on a pretty regular basis, give you a reason to come back to the site. And, yeah, it's more professional looking because we think there are things coming where it is necessary for us to be more professional. <laughs> Just leave that there. All right. Uh, the trivia question once again. So if you're having a hard time, let me know. You just really go into the URL, type in he must org, and you'll see the new site. Now, it is more professional. It's not as 
fun per se, but it is definitely more functional. And it is my son that created the whole site from scratch. And that's the business he's offering. 57 bucks a month, no initial fee, no length. You have to keep it. It's 57 a month, 57 a month, 57 a month. And he will create everything and do all this work. That's who did all of that stuff. So if you've got any desire to have that happen, you tell me. I'll get in touch with him, and then I'll have him get in touch with you. You're not obligated. You don't have to stay with him in an obligation to me. He either does good work or he doesn't, and you let him know. After all, I do that. (laughs) I do that on a regular basis. That's lousy. All right, before we get into the teaching, somebody is calling in. We will assume to some degree that they are going to have a trivia response. That could be correct. That could be incorrect. They might be asking a question. And then uh, we'll see where that goes. Let me check with, uh, uh, Gabe, is this a trivia answer? It is a trivia answer. Let's send them on through. Knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? Hi, Dr. Spain. This is Deborah. Hi. How are you? Oh, my goodness. I laughed so hard the last time you called. That was so good. So funny. The drummers were dummers. <laughs> I have not forgot that, just to let you know. All right. All right. You ready for this one? All right. Here's, here's the trivia question. I feel strongly in my heart you're going to get this, but that's okay. Uh, complete the sentence. The harvest is plentiful, but the workers are... That is correct. They're few. And it's amazing because Jesus teaches us pray to the Lord of the harvest. Pray for more people to be involved in ministry. He's not talking about more people who are flash in the pan people. He's talking about people that have a real heart for people to help, to bless, to encourage. He's like, you ought to pray that there's more because we need as many as we can get. So, um, right on. Yeah. Amen. Excellent job once again, as usual. You are terrific. <laughs> All right. Well, you have a good day now. All right. Thank you. God bless you. God bless. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, folks, get ready. Uh, Let me just say, we're only going to do about two or three minutes to come back to the rest of it. Listen to this. So in uh, Luke 18.5, Jesus uses this really cool word that has to do with annoying when he talks about prayer. But in Luke chapter 11, verse 8, he uses a different word, and he only uses this word once in all the Gospels. And, by the way, it's not in any other word. It's not in any other book in the New Testament. Okay? Here's what Jesus said in Luke 11:8. I tell you, though, and he's talking about from the parable, though he will not get up and give him anything because he is his friend, yet because of his impudence, he will rise and give him whatever he needs. Jesus is talking about the process of prayer. And he uses the word, because in your translation, it might not say impudence. That's okay. Impudence is simply this. Persistence, persistence, annoying persistence, not just annoying, annoyingly persistent. It is a driving force. And Jesus is teaching his disciples to pray. And Jesus doesn't say, you know, when you pray and on stuff like this and it's important, you don't have to always pray in, in simple 
uh, terms. Sometimes you can pray in forceful terms. So you think, well, how do you know the difference between praying, you know, humbly or praying forcefully? And my answer would be, I think it would be situational and in your context with the Lord, whatever's going on, and in your partnership with God the Father, with God the Son, and with God the Spirit, that there might be this drop or this opportunity or this moment that you think this is the time to be bold and brave, and then you do it. You think, boy, that's like that's like a risk. You mean like faith? But Dave, that's like that's like getting out of the boat. You mean like Peter when he got out of the boat and stepped on the water? Yes, that is exactly what it is. And there are times where I think I think it's all dependent on your relationship with the Lord, which is why everybody who says it's not based on a relationship with the Lord is clueless. They're clueless. They don't. I mean, the whole thing is about the restoration of what was lost in the garden. But the idea here is that you're in this engagement with God, and you know at the moment. Sometimes you know in the moment, say nothing. Sometimes you know in the moment, just humble yourself. And sometimes you know in the moment, here's a hammer, God. Knock, knock, knock. Open the door. Here I am. Because I am not going anywhere and I'm not taking anything less than a yes. Yeah, that one too. Okay? All right. We'll take a break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. David Spoon? I have no idea. People have asked me about the David Spoon experience. They wanted to know what I thought of him. Like any person searching for answers, I have wondered about him. He was born and raised Jewish, and after intense drug use, became a Christian. He's married to his best friend, Noel, has three children, seven grandchildren, plus two dogs named Levi and Bert. He has three separate ordinations from three different denominations, and is a summa cum laude for his B.A. degree in ministry and leadership, as well as a master's degree in theological studies and a doctorate in strategic ministry. He has a weird sense of humor and talks a lot. If people are seeking wisdom and insight from the great teachers around the world, would they go to David? Nah, I don't think so. And those big ears really don't help him. But would they enjoy his perspective on life, culture, politics, food, sports, local and national news? I don't know. I guess people will have to listen to find out. What is the David Spoon experience? You get into the Word of God and something's going to happen that will blow your mind. Ready? The law of the Lord is perfect, Psalm 119.7 says, able to restore the soul. And I've been in, I've been doing this for a long time. And in my 42 and a half years of devotions and in my diligent devotion time, I kind of separate that between the two. I cannot tell you, it must be thousands of times where my attitude has been. And then I've went into the word of God and I came out different. It wasn't anything that I did as much as God speaking into me what he knows about his creation. 
And so I'm asking you, I'm pleading with you, even if you've been a Christian for 50 years, for 60 years, nay, for 70 years, like the Apostle John was on the island of Patmos, be in the word of God. It is alive. And it will give life and impart life to you through God's spirit. People come and they read the word of God and it's like, well, I get nothing out of it. Well, they don't mix it with faith. And the word of God, the promises of God, not mixed with faith, are useless. Because you have to be engaged with God and know he's going to speak. People are like, well, that's a... That's a lot of requirement for me to get in there and read the Word of God. You want me actually to believe that God's going to speak to me? Yes, because he will, and if you don't, you won't hear him. So when you open up that book, take 30 seconds, more than you ever have before, and say, just in this moment, just at this time, tune me in, Lord. Help me to hear what you have to say. Speak to me and let your word breathe life into me. And if you can't shout sight, you'll have to face up. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAMAN 770, the truth station here in Texas. Getting ready for our next Trivia question. It's a true or false. It's a true or false. And the answer is in Proverbs. That's kind of like a big hint, right? True or false. The fruit of the righteous is a tree of life. The fruit of the righteous is a tree of life. Check it out in Proverbs 11. That's what you want to look for. Get that, get that, get that, get that. If you think you know the answer, 972-445-0770. That is the phone number. 214-210-8483. That is the text. And then David at he must org. I am going to pray for the audience. I want you guys to listen to this prayer. I think it's really important. And for some of you, it's exceedingly important for you to listen to. Give you a couple seconds to look up into that Proverbs 11 so that if you can see whether that's true or false regarding the trivia question. The trivia question simply is true or false. The fruit of the righteous is a tree of life. Check it out in Proverbs 11 if you get the chance to do that. In the meantime, before we do the jokes or stuff, I want to pray for the audience something very, very specific that was on my heart today. So let's go to the Lord in prayer together. Don't close your eyes if you're driving because that would scare everybody, including me. Here we go. Let's pray. Father, we come before you right now. We thank you and praise you. Always giving thanks. You're awesome. There is just everything that happens in our lives, you somehow you coordinate it into this incredible symphony. Every note that's played in our lives, Lord, becomes this symphony, this masterpiece that you've created. It's just, it's wild. And we just thank you and praise you. We pour out our hearts with thanksgiving and with praise. And I pray for this audience right now because there's some people right now who are operating in fear. 
And we ask you to challenge that. We ask you, by the power of the Holy Spirit, by the redeeming work of Jesus Christ, that, Heavenly Father, you would challenge people operating in fear to move away from fear and move into faith to have an expectation that the grace of God and the mercy of God is present and not that these disasters are coming. Lord, teach us to be expectant with the right heart, the right attitude, and to be a people of faith and not fear, because faith is greater than fear. And through your help and by faith, Mountains can be moved in our lives. We lift this up and pray this in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Really think in my heart that's something really important for a couple of you out there. You just really need to go, you know what? That's enough. I'm going to stop operating in fear. Just going to stop doing it. Okay? All right. All right. Uh, I do have my classic uh, jokes, which I'll get to in a second. They are all, by the way, based on the Ten Commandments. They're all one-liners. They're pretty funny, actually, all of them. Uh, But I'll just redo the trivia question just one more time. True or false, the fruit of the righteous is a tree of life. Is that true or false? Check out Proverbs chapter 11. Uh, Everybody getting that correct thus far, that's a good sign. If you want to call in, 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483. Or you can send an email, david at hemustincrease.org. Here are one, two, three, four, five. Very short, five all jokes on the Ten Commandments. Okay? They're pretty short. Ready? Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, Joke number one. A pastor was talking to the children before they were dismissed from the service and asked the children, where are the Ten Commandments found? There was a long pause before a young voice spoke out. Have you tried a good search engine on your computer? That's not bad, not bad, not bad. Uh, Joke number two. One reason the Ten Commandments are so brief and concise is that they did not come through a committee. Okay, that's a good one. Uh, Number three. If God had believed in permissiveness, he would have called them the Ten Suggestions. Okay, that's a good one. Different hermeneutical approaches to the Ten Commandments. Some are looking for specific rules. Some for a code of living. But most people are looking for loopholes. That's funny. And then finally, Ten Commandments, the most important top ten list not given by David Letterman. There you go. There's the five one-liners. What do you think? Not too shabby. Not too shabby. I say say yes. I say yes. Okay. All right. Now we're going to have somebody calling on the line to answer from the trivia, so we're going to have them do that. So let's send them on through. Send them on through. There it is. Knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? Now, this is Gary. How are you today? I'm doing pretty good, Gary. And I thought of you just on, not yesterday, but the day before, because I went back to the gym. I haven't been there for a while. So I kind of think of you. You're kind of like, you help me motivate so I can get there. <laughs> so I got to the gym and I'm working out and uh, my knee's uh, doing pretty good. And I'll be going again today, although probably a little a little softer, a little slower, because I, I tend to overdo things. Uh, it's in my nature. I don't know. <laughs> Okay. Well, well, I'm glad. I'm glad it's getting a little better. And a little better, and you know, you praise the Lord for it. It's like every every you know, there's that natural healing process, and I ask the Lord to speed up the healing. 
He just says well, no. He just says no sometimes. Well, I'll continue to pray for you. <laughs> Thank you, brother. True or false, my good friend? The fruit of the righteous is a tree of life. True. That is correct. <laughs> correct, Amundo. When I first read that, I had to act. I mean, I, I know a lot. I had to think about that. I was thinking, I just kept getting confused with Tree of Life in Genesis and in the Proverbs. And it was like, oh, wait, whoa, wait, whoa, whoa. And that's where I got the switcheroo until you go to the passage and you read it and go, oh, no, that's what it says. Okay, that's good. Excellent job. Excellent. Can I pray for you real quick? Yeah, sure. All right, let's do it. Father, we come before you right now. Lift up our brother. He's a blessing. I know he doesn't think so uh, the way we do, but every time he calls, it's a blessing for us. And we thank you for him, and we ask you to encourage him and to bring healing into his life and comfort into his life and fullness into his life. And we just ask you just to pour out your grace and your peace into his heart and mind. Keep him well. Keep him safe. Keep him strong. Keep us connected to him, and let us be a blessing to him as well. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Amen. Thank you very much. And I'll continue to pray for you, all of you. Thank you, brother. Appreciate it. Okay. Goodbye. Bye-bye. All right. I'm going to just take the last couple of minutes and just go over this uh, last little portion on uh, uh, the thing we were talking about. This uh, it, uh, it, It's it's basically – and I've actually – I ran it like five times. Impudence. And I go, is that right? Impudence, impudence, and – nope, that's the way you say it. Impudence. And went through all the scholastical things for the correct pronunciation. Impudence. Impudence, I tell you, though he will not get up and give him anything because he is his friend, because of his impudence, he will rise and give him whatever he needs. So I already told you that impudence is this persistent annoyance, right? Here's the thing I want to close this with that I want you to understand. And I, I kind of want you to see this as a picture for a split second, okay? I'm not trying to create images in your mind, but radio is the theater of the mind. You got to work through that. The key in this and understanding this text is that prayer is lifted up by faith. Okay? It's lifted up by faith. It's lifted up in faith. So uh, we know that it's the, especially in Revelation and in a few other portions that prayer in, in Hebrews, it, prayer represents the, the, is represented by the incense. Incense is the aroma that comes before the Lord. Prayer is lifted up in faith. It's lifted up uh, by faith and it's lifted up in faith. Okay. But prayer is pushed through with persistence. I want you to just see that difference. Prayer is lifted up in faith, but pushed through with persistence. Jesus taught about seven times on persistence in some capacity, not the least of which, not even counting Matthew 7, 7, he that asketh receiveth, he that seeketh findeth, and he that knocketh it shall be opened. Not even counting that. There is a persistency that should go with prayer and an ability not to quit too early when you're praying about an issue, especially a long-term big one. Remember when Jesus talked about that demon that the disciples could not cast out, he said this kind only comes out, except for Jesus, this kind only comes out by fasting and by prayer, and that's the consistency of prayer. Sometimes it takes the consistency to push it through. 
sometimes you just got to keep praying till you push through. Okay? All right. We'll take a break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. What is the David Spoon experience? When you are in the presence of the Lord and his presence is strengthening you, and we talked about that can happen through the word of God, through prayer and through fellowship. And then you go through some process where somebody sends you a text or somebody sends you a letter or somebody calls you or somebody sends you an email or somebody looks at you funny or somebody kind of glances or somebody says something about you or you hear something about yourself or you eat the wrong kind of tacos and you just feel bad and the joy is sucking away at the moment. Here is the answer while the devil is trying to take your joy away. Here is the key. For the next 365 days for your life, when the devil takes the joy away by robbing you, you go back into the presence of God again. When the devil comes in and robs you and takes that joy, will you get up off your duff or your blessed assurance and you go into the presence of God again, be it prayer, be it Bible, be it fellowship, be it worship, be it whatever. I don't care. Get up and get back in the presence of God again. And when the devil comes around the second time and knocks on your door and you open it and he takes it from you again, then you get off your blessed assurance again and you get back into the presence of God again. And when he does it a third time, you do it again. And when he does it a fourth time, you do it again. Because the strength of the Lord is in the joy of the Lord, which is found in the presence of the Lord. And when he comes a robbing, you go to refill. When the tank is empty, put gas in it. When you're depleted, fill it up. And you say, well, I can't do that. Why not? You did it the first time. Yes, but that was special. Why? Because you tried. Try again. But you don't understand. No, I don't care. That's much, much more heartless to say that, huh? That's a good one. I don't care. It doesn't matter. I don't, I care about the truth. I don't care about somebody's, well, my perception, well, good for you. God bless you. When you can figure out that you can argue with God, let me know how that goes. If you win that argument, you come back. You can take the throne. But you ain't going to win it. So when the enemy comes and he comes a stealing, you do exactly what you need to do to take it back. If he steals from you, you take it right back. Why? Because you can. Because he's not empowered to keep it from you. He's empowered to take it momentarily. You're empowered to take it right back. Take it. The David Spoon Experience. To the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAMAN 770, the truth station here in Texas. Getting ready for our next trivia question. Complete the sentence. That's like two in a row, right? 
No one who puts his hand to the plow and looks back is fit for service. No one has put, who has put his hand to the plow and looks back is fit for service. Finish the rest of that statement. If you think you know, okay, so you got to finish the statement, right? So finish the statement. No one who puts his hand to the plow and looks back is fit for service where, when, how, okay? Answer that question. If you think you know the answer, you can reach out to us, 972-445-0770. You can text in 214-210-8483, as well as you can send an email, david at hemustincrease.org. I'm going to send you up to the website, but I'm going to remind you, okay, I'm going to remind you, the website is new. If you have it bookmarked, it will take you to the old site. No harm, no foul, no problem. But if you want to see the new site with the new features, you actually have to type in hemusincrease.org. The reason is because we have not taken out the old site because I don't want to do that yet. Some people need time to transition. So if you want to see the new things that we're doing and the new features, you're going to have to type in he must increase.org. I do believe the site is, I think it's pretty, I like it. <laughs> I'm just saying, it's like, it's better than I can do. <laughs> That's all I can say. So I think Josh did an excellent job, $57 a month, and we're going to promo him. We're going to push it on him because he did it for the ministry, and it didn't cost the ministry anything. And so if there's a ministry you have or desire, or if you have a business or anything like that, and you're trying to get there, well, I'll make that connection with you. And you, one thing you can be guaranteed, he will do a good job, or he has to talk to his dad. Yeah, nobody likes that. All right, so uh, don't forget to check out the site, like I said. And then don't forget this thing. If we don't have money, it won't matter. <laughs> In the sense that uh, Don did like this statement. I said, you you got to pay so I can pay Don. It's pretty simple. Uh, please check out hemustincrease.org. Prayer request? HeMustIncrease.org Praise report? HeMustIncrease.org Looking to give to this ministry? HeMustIncrease.org Confused by what's happening right now? HeMustIncrease.org HeMustIncrease.org Yep, I think, and I could be wrong, but that to me sounds like a rocket ship taking off, but somebody using a rubber band to do it. (laughs) That's what I'm going with. Okay. Uh, Here's the trivia question again. Complete uh, this sentence. No one puts his hand to the plow. No one who puts his hand to the plow and looks back is fit for service in the... Okay. Got to finish that sentence. 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483 or send an email, David. At he must increase dot org. In the meantime, we are going to do history because it's a part of who we are, and I spend time doing it, so we're doing it. So let's do the history song. Let's go Here we go. Uh, today is National Aviation Day. Should give a shout out to our great friend Eric, since that's a big part of his life. Aviation Day. That's a shout out for him, personal. 
Uh, it's National Potato Day. Uh, not if you work at CNN, but if you like potatoes, uh, it's National Potato Day. Best thing in the world to do. I like this. Don't get mad at me. Take a potato, right? Right. So you you squish it at the sides, right? Just you kind of like uh, make it fluffy, right? And then put some uh, really nice onions on there and some great chili. And it's like, ooh, those are good. I like those. Okay. Uh, World Photo Day. Everybody's got a phone. So I don't know how good that is. National Hot and Spicy Food Day. Love hot and spicy food. We go through a lot of Tabasco. That explains many things for many people. National Soft Ice Cream Day. I think that's good. These two things are classic. Uh, 1856, Gail Borden. Gail Borden received a patent for his process of him process of making evaporated milk. Okay, eighteen ninety three, the Black Cow Root Beer Float Day, by Frank J. Wisner, Cripple Creek Brewing Company, Colorado. That's where it was introduced. Uh, the last thing, uh, nineteen ninety, Leonard Bernstein conducts his final concert. Uh, I guess this is. Kind of interesting. 1960, first living organism to return from orbit. The Soviet Sputnik 5 launched. Its payload included two dogs, 40 mice, and two rats and various insects, which were all recovered the following day. That's not kind of a cheap way to do it, though. That's not really – I mean, that's not really an organism. That, eh, whatever. All right. We'll just skip that and move on to the next. I'm giving the trivia question one more time. Then I'm going to get into the teaching. It is quite simple. Complete this sentence. No one who puts his hand to the plow and looks back is fit for service in the – there you go. If you think you know the answer, 972-445-0770. You can text in 214-210-8483 or send an email, david, at he must increase dot org, which, thanks to Ginny, is working. <laughs> All right, here we go. Uh, I want to talk to you about this weird thing. I'm not going to spend a lot of time in this segment because I'm going to spend a lot more time in the next segment. But this weird thing that Jesus does, he talks in his teachings, in his parables, in his stories, he talks about this one principle that seems to evade almost every other faith that exists. There's one thing that Christianity brings into play that nobody else brings into play. Luke chapter 11, verse 5, he also said to them, suppose of you, suppose one of you has a friend and goes to him at midnight and says to him, friend, lend me three loaves of bread. Jesus is telling a story, and in the story, he's talking about a friend. And Jesus taught multiple stories using friends as part of that process. And a friend, by simple definition, not getting into the deep stuff, is just simply a companion, right? Here, just somebody who's a companion, a friend. Abraham, watch this, called a friend of God. Galatians 4 makes it clear that we are sons of Abraham. So I want you to understand something about Abraham, and then we're going to kind of exit at the right time, and then the deeper stuff will come next. But Abraham was called a friend of God in a couple of different verses. Can you imagine that the way that people think of you, when they identify you as a believer, as a Christian— 
that one of those titles, one of those tags, one of those identifying marks, or one of those hashtags would be friend of God. A friend of God. What's awesome for us to get a hold of, and we'll get into this in this next area, is that we are sons of Abraham. And because of God's uh, ability and gracefulness and mercy and kindness to expand into multiple generations, we have this same kind of opportunity. But what I want you to understand is why Abraham was called a friend of God. So he's called a friend of God. It's not like they went to the movies together. Okay? That's, I mean, come on. Right? It's not like, you know, they, you know, like that kind of thing. It's not like the human friendship. It's greater than that. Watch this. Because Abraham believed God. And that's what sealed their friendship. God will tell us things through his word, and we do a decent job of believing some of it. God will tell us things personally. We do a pretty poor job of believing that. Abraham had no Bible. He had nothing. God told him something. Abraham, all in. Yeah. That is a friend that sticks closer than a brother. All right? All in. Abraham was called the friend of God. Let's see where we come into that play when we come back. And by the way, the answer for the trivia, complete the sentence, no one who puts his hand on the plow and looks back is fit for service in the kingdom of God. Looking back does not impress God if you're working in the kingdom. Let's take our break and then we'll come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. This KAAM radio show with your very own David Spoon is not a business, but a nonprofit ministry first and foremost committed to sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ and strategically equipping the saints. Our mission is to educate, encourage, and entertain Christian believers, the hurting, and those not yet believers who need biblical truths. To continue our radio ministry and message of truth, we need many of our faithful listeners to support us, as well as ministry partners who might wish to sponsor the He Must Increase ministry. By giving, you wonderfully facilitate our priorities of assertively teaching the Word of God, and you get nothing in return. No quid pro quo. Nothing but a receipt at the end of the year indicating you gave to us since your donation is 100% tax-deductible. Remember that it says in Corinthians that whoever sows generously will also reap generously. Or in Proverbs where it teaches that a generous person will prosper. Whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. But if you cannot give, no problem. Continue to enjoy and learn and give however you see fit whenever you can. 
To support us, go to hemustincrease.org. That's hemustincrease.org. Such support is terribly appreciated, knowing it enables our beloved David Spoon to give to all of us his time, energy, like so few can. Right here on KAAM. A couple things I think we'll open up with. I've decided to open up with a story that I wasn't going to open up with because it's such an outrageous story. But it's not an outrageously super bad story. It's an outrageously super dumb story. There's a big difference. Bad is when I tell you, which I'll be telling you probably in the next segment, how the federal government is creating a database to track down uh, hate speech as they define it. That's bad. We'll talk about that a little bit. This is dumb, but it's funny dumb. Dumb, ha-ha, funny, but not entirely. Get this. Now, I'm holding a picture in my hand. You can't see it. But there are four monkeys in this picture that I'm holding. And the headline reads this. Millions in taxpayer money used to study drunken monkeys. No, no, really. Drunken monkeys. And you're thinking, no, you're making that up. Nope. Federal government reportedly has spent $3.2 million so far in order to get monkeys drunk in order to study the effect of alcohol on the monkeys. I don't know. See, I don't know where you're even going to go. Where are you going to go with this? There's, I'm going nowhere. Today. There's no. I got nothing to there's say. There's no comment that anybody can make. The David Spoon Experience. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here in KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas, getting ready for our last segment of the week. And, by the way, our last trivia question, what king, what king could describe all types of plant life? What king could describe all types of plant life? Huh? 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 There's your question. If you think uh, you know the answer, 972-445-0770. We don't think you'll get shocked, but you never know. 214-210-8483 if you want to text in. And then also the email david at hemustincrease.org. Three quick things I want to tell you, number one, thank you all for praying for Julianne and Jared and for uh, all the family uh, involved as Julianne has had the baby yesterday. Uh, The baby is currently going by the name of She Who Has No Name Yet. You know, actually, Jared put that on a picture. He said, hashtag She Who Has No Name. (laughs) 
<laughs> so they don't have a name yet. Uh, t- 18 and a half inches, six pounds, five ounces. Everything's looking great. Uh, she's already got, uh, you know, unique uh, uh, features. I think she's going to be a handful. And uh, Noel and I could not be happier, uh, both for having a grandchild and then also God getting revenge on our children for all they put us through. All right, so that's uh, the first thing. So I just want to say thank you guys for that. Then the other thing is not to forget the new website. Remember, if you've got the old website bookmarked, you're not going to be able to see the new one. We're not removing the old site. All we're doing is shifting. So whenever you type in hemustincrease.org, the new site comes up, and there's about five about five new features and that, that are on the site, and it's laid out differently, and it's geared professionally, and it's geared for growth. So just in case you're trying to figure that out, hemustincrease.org. And then don't forget about the giving because giving is an important part of what we do and what we are, and we need to help, and we're just going to have to tell you we need help. That's how it goes. So those are the three things that I wanted to mention real quickly. Again, the trivia question, we're talking about uh, this. What king could describe all? All types of plant life. What king could do that? If you think you know, 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483 or send an email, david at hemusincrease.org. It is right here in this teaching that I'm going to tell you that this is why. i got to say it really carefully. This is not why, but this is how I kept in the faith after going through so many uh, weird things in the beginning of my Christian journey. Okay, In the beginning part, what we just talked about, Jesus talking about a story, he talks about it in Luke eleven five. He says, you know, suppose one of you has a friend, and the friend goes into midnight and says, friend, lend me three loaves. So Jesus uses teachings, using friends, and the idea of friendship is an important part of our existence. Abraham was called the friend of God in multiple verses, and it is kind of cool that in Galatians 4, it makes it clear that we're sons of Abraham. That gives you this kind of like, hey, that's kind of cool. But I want you to catch this about other faiths. And it's really important to understand this, that in many religious or religious or spiritual ideal ideologies, there's this idea that God created the universe and then he left the earth into human hands and it's like, good luck. So like he seeded the earth and then he went. Okay, so people say that's the deist theory and so on. It's like, I'm not sure that that's actually accurate, but the point is there are some people that believe that God created the universe and then said, okay, good luck. Okay, I think everybody knows that the world would have exploded about nine trillion times already if that were the case. And the other part about that that's just as bad, I think, is the people that think that God is so intricately involved that every time anybody does anything wrong ever, it's a huge slap from God. And I'm not just talking about one or two or well, major one, but it's massive tornadoes, hurricanes, plagues, and everything on every single moment just being completely uh, judged and, you know, like like thin line. And it's like people tend to forget that when God eliminated people off the planet in, in Genesis 6, they were steeped in sin before God did the wipeout. I mean, they were full on rejecting of God, all of them, except for Noah. And it's just like, just think how bad that was, right? And then he didn't wipe it out till then. So it's like, okay, all right. So you don't really want to hit either of those extremes because that's not who God is. But Jesus says this, and remember, Jesus is the perfect representation, the exact image. 
Jesus said in John fifteen fifteen, No longer do I call you servants, for the servant does not know what his master is doing, but I have called you friends. For all that I have heard from my Father, I have made known to you. Jesus calls us friends. He is, he is God, he is holy, and he is your friend. So what did Abraham do to demonstrate that he was a friend of God? He believed God. And Jesus expresses a confidence in us and as friends of God, we should do what Abraham did to get that kind of designation, which is believe him. Take him at his word. Don't doubt him. Trust him. I have had friends in my life that have come and spoken to me. And uh, and I'm sure everybody (laughs) who hears my voice knows exactly what I'm talking about here. They've spoken to me and they tell you a story and you're like going, okay, (laughs) okay. We'll get to that person in just a split second, Gabriel. We'll get to them in a second. So, but the idea is they'll tell you a story, and you're like going, "Okay, well, you know, maybe there was you know too much gas going on at the dentist's office, or too many free beverages being served, or something." And you know what I'm saying? You're just like going, eh, "I don't know." Okay. With God, if He says it, it is so. And the fullness of our faith and confidence in him is part of that friendship. No other faith has God as a friend. And Jesus said, I call you my friends. Look how intimate and connected Jesus wants to be with us. Not just as king and lord, but as friend. You have to love what a friend we have in Jesus. You have to understand, that's greater insight and theology in that song than so many others. Because there are times where you just to say, get to say, I need my friend. I need you, Jesus. And that's so powerful. That's what kept me in the faith when things got wacky. My friend, Jesus. All right, let's go ahead and take that person, have them come on in, and we'll uh, we'll do the trivia. Knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? Oh, Dr. David, this is Joy Ann. What a wonderful sermon about God is our friend. Amen. <laughs> and I know time is short, so the answer is Solomon. He's the botanist extraordinaire. <laughs> a botanistic extraordinaire. Wow. Yes, that is correct. Thank you. And, and a quick praise, because y'all prayed for Travis, our friend who got a, replanted, a retransplant of his liver last Thursday. And today we found out he's leaving the hospital. He's going to rehab. But he's our miracle man. So thank you for praying for Travis. What a blessing. And we rejoice at the birth of your seventh grandchild, the little girl without the name so far. (laughs) (laughs) She with no name. (laughs) (laughs) They'll pick a good one. I know they'll Uh, pick a great one. Better. That's all I can say. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent job. 
great cheering that testament. So glad for Melissa and Travis. So glad yes. that the Lord has blessed them. That's just yes. just so happy that they're doing good. And and he even called us on the phone and thanked us personally on Wednesday. It was so great to hear his voice from the hospital. So God is so great. And may he grant you a restful, wonderful weekend. And your website, your new website looks Great. Thank so tell you. Joshua, good job. <laughs> All right, so love you all. Bye bye. All right, God bless you. Bye bye. God bless. All right, what wonderful news. Is that not just so wonderful to hear? It's like, wow, the Lord did, wow. Like, yes, yes, that is not only is that wonderful, it's fantastic. In fact, let's close the show out. We only got a minute. Let's close the show out saying thanks. Okay? In the process, we're going to pray for grace real fast, too. Father, we come before you right now. First, we lift up grace to you, and we just ask you to bless her and lift her up. She's not doing well. She needs a touch from you, and we do certainly ask you to do that as you have touched person after person after person that we've had a chance to pray for. So bless her and touch her and help her. And, Lord, we thank you for Travis and Melissa and for all the answers. We don't even know how many answers, Lord. There's so many But thank you, praise you, we worship you for your kindness greatly, greatly exceeds us. And we are deeply appreciative of that grace and that love and that mercy you pour into our hearts and minds. Thank you. Thank you forever. We lift it up in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas, taking a 70 and one half hour break. Then we'll come back. More insanity with Spoonanity. Talk to you then. Thanks a lot for all the blessing that you give me. Thanks a lot for all the ways that you have. 